Hello everyone, welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. Today, I'd like to discuss with you which kind of consideration should we put in place to select our development approach. First, as I said to you many times, there is no perfect development approach. And it's not that, okay, Agile will solve everything or Waterfall or Predictive will solve everything. It's not Prince that will solve everything. It's not Scrum that will solve everything. We need to understand which is the most suitable approach for our problem. And the PMI did in the PMBOK 7th edition a whole performance domain, one of the eight performance domains. It's called Development Approach and Life Cycle. And in this chapter of the PMBOK, there is a, a set that I really enjoyed reading. It's talking about which kind of considerations you should have in your mind while selecting your development approach. And I want to cover today a pretty much the product service or result group. So when we need to select or when we need to decide which will be our approach, the first thing we need to understand is which kind of degree of innovation are we talking about? For example, if you know exactly what kind of innovation you are planning to deliver. If you know the scope well, it's well understood, you know exactly what I would say the perfect end state is for you. You should use the predictive approach. You should plan before, execute and control, like I would say a more traditional way. However, if you are doing a project that is pretty much a research, you are doing innovation, you don't know exactly what will come out of your innovation. Maybe it can be something very disruptive, something that you don't know completely how it will look like. If this is your case, and this is becoming very frequent now, the adaptive approach will suit far better because how you will plan requirements if you don't even know what the end state will be, will look like. The second one is very close related to what I just said, is the certainty of the requirements. For example, do you know exactly which kind of requirement do you need? It's easy to define, use predictive approach. But when it's uncertain, when it's volatile, complex, when you are facing what I always say, a VUCA environment, and this also is becoming very common today, it's far better that you use an adaptive approach, that you create MVPs, that you create small prototypes and start building on the top of that. However, if you're building, I would say, an airport, maybe this approach will be a little bit more challenging because you have so many requirements that are very clear if you want to put in place a legal airport, okay? The other thing is the stability of scope. And the stability of scope is very related to the easiness of change. So how stable is the scope? If the scope is stable, I would say more predictable. If you are doing, for example, an oil platform or you are doing a refinery or a very large mining operation, there is a stability on the scope. These projects are long term. These projects are very complex, but at the same time, they are very stable projects because they are very, the technology, of course, there is a degree of innovation, but the technology is there. So there is some stability. So it's worth for you to invest on the planning, to prepare a little bit more and use the predictive. In the other side, 
if you are using, for example, a high technology product or an e-commerce service or website for e-commerce or a social network or a mobile phone app or something like that, then things change in such a dramatic pace that an adaptive approach will be far better because most of the time, just for you to plan, remember one thing, just to give you one insight on scope stability. You develop an oil platform. This is an area that I would say I work a lot. You develop an oil platform and the oil platform operates for 30, 20, 40 years. If you develop a software, the software needs to be updated pretty much the day you release it. So it's very different. There is no software that will last, okay, as far as I know, that will last for 30 years, 40 years. So it's different. The airport you are using today is doing renovations, but probably the place you put the runaway of your airport is there since the airport was conceived probably 30 years, 40 years ago. So this is what I'm talking about, scope stability. Easiness of change. If you feel that you need to change, the best approach for you to embrace and adapt change is the adaptive. The predictive is a far more suitable when you need to have some investment because the cost of change is very high. Another example, let's go back to the airport and let's suppose we are talking about a runaway. Let's suppose you just built the runaway and you notice that the runaway should be tilted 35 degrees north or 35 degrees west. Imagine how much does it cost this change. This cost should be, I would guess, probably as big or even bigger than the cost of the runaway, the initial cost of the runaway. On the other side, if you are building a software and a new feature appears or something like that, you can just change like that at a lightning speed, right? For example, you can change from your approach to another approach very fast. So when it's easy to change and technology, for example, mobile and maybe business and maybe some marketing, then it's very suitable that you use an adaptive approach because there is no point for you to make a full plan because what you want is flexibility. The other one is the, your delivery option. Many times you cannot deliver and make a useful MVP that will help and benefit the society so fast. For example, you cannot say, okay, let's build a cardboard bridge and then let's test to see if people will use it or not. And then if people start using, then we'll replace by wood, then we'll put concrete. It doesn't work that way. So most of the time you need to do all these studies before, because when you start building the bridge, it must be as close as you can to the final state. In the software, you can do that in releasing a new product or releasing a new marketing campaign or releasing a new service for your credit card product. Then you can create things and you can pretty much deliver in an incremental and pretty much a continuous way. Did you see software? I always remember uh, 10, 15 years ago, I'll visit the new website of xyz.com or visit the new website. This doesn't make sense today because the website is a permanent effort. It's not just a one-time shot. It's something that you are improving, renewing and updating and creating new deliverables every single day. 
every single day. So for example, if you compare a social media website today and a social media website one year ago, it's completely different, but they don't even tell that. This is just part of the business. So it's a continuous flow of delivery. This is why in these cases, adaptative is an excellent, perfect approach for that. Now, going back to the final topics is risk, safety, and regulation. When I talk about risk, I'm not talking that high risk should use X approach or low risk should use Y approach. No, I'm telling you that some projects will reduce their risks by strong planning. For example, when the stakes are very high on the execution, when the investment is so high, when the risks are very high, many times you need to build a full and complete detailed specification. For example, the Weber telescope that will be released soon or a nuclear power plant, you cannot say, okay, let's try and figure out if this protection of the nuclear reactor will work or not. This is not on the table to be discussed. Others, it's exactly the opposite. The high level of detail increase the risk and not reduce. For example, again, in a software or in a new product release, it's better for you to reduce the risk to release droplets. You release something, you release something, you improve something, you release something. So depending on the risk you are facing, one approach will increase and the other approach will reduce the risks. Safety and regulation. Many times, increasing the need for safety and increased regulation will not force you, but will move you towards a more predictive approach. For example, when there is a lot of legal requirements and when there is a lot of safety requirements, it's very hard for you to release a minimum viable product in this case because the stakes are so high that if you fail, you may fail fast, but you fail in an incredibly expensive way. So nuclear power plants, banking systems. For example, if you're doing an online banking or this kind of tools, one of the biggest challenges you have, it's not just the customer experience, but the safety and regulation. There is a lot of entities, agencies regulating you. So for example, if you see the COVID vaccines, they use several aspects. It was a perfect example of a hybrid approach. And why it's not just an agile approach? Because regulations, they did some fast tracking, but they still require a massive amount of study. It's not something like, oh, let's test in two people. Okay, now it's good. Let's test in five. No, it's good. Let's test in 10. No, your initial shot, it's quite high. So you need to test, okay, 40,000 people, 100,000 people. So it's a big at stake. So you need to plan properly. So what I meant here, it's to give you this perception. You can have other criteria, but these criteria inside the PMBOK are very useful for you. And don't get into the trap that there is one size fits all, because this is not true and this will not happen. Okay, so thank you very much and see you next week with another 5 Minutes Podcast.